show there is one coming up saturday that would be this saturday uh, let's see if you want to win a pair of tickets to the rk gun and knife show text rk the letters rk to the american transmissions talk and text line which is 417-447-KSGF uh it's one of those it's not like a tremendous amount what is it like three or five bucks to get in i, I don't remember what it costs to get you know, in I, it's been a long time since five. i've been to one of those but yeah uh, i think it is like five but i know a lot of you that are, are listening are gonna go anyhow so you might as well text that in and then save yourself uh, a little bit of cash there you go yeah do they sir i can't remember if they I know that at some events there they do serve alcohol. Do they? Do they? Are they allowed to sell it at a at, a, at the arcade mm. kind of knife show? I don't, you're asking the wrong person here. I, don't know, I was going to say, you know, have yourself a couple beers instead. But I, I don't know. I could see how they might say no, we're not going to, but just you know because uh, anyway. Text RK to 417-447-KSGF, and that'll get you entered uh, for a pair of those passes. I'm sure we have multiple that we will be giving away. The Santa's Angels underway. How are we looking on that? Uh, I believe we have 11 presents back. So or, or 11 have, kids, yes, I guess. 11 yes. kids. Okay. So we have about 70 more out there. All right. I'm not in freak out mode yet. Yeah. It's just, a, and that first week we had a lot of other things going on. We had Nick's favorite things. Uh, we had happy hour. So th- there was a lot. And, and it seems like there's every year that overlap of, of mm-hmm. uh, that one week where there's a lot of activity going on. And, of course, that first week, the week that many of you are picking up. But those who already brought them in cannot tell you. How nice that is and how much easier and more stress-free it makes things, it's primarily true. for Sarah. Yes, it's true. But next week is the, the deadline, December okay. 15th. So uh, if you do yeah. want to grab a kid off one of those Christmas trees and save me a lot of uh, anxiety, that would be awesome. And bring the gifts back here right, at the station, yes. unwrapped. Because it's two steps. See, if we if all those kids get adopted out, which they usually do. Uh, but then it's a couple days before, and there's still seven kids that aren't in. That's when uh, you know, things start to get a little worrisome uh, because you know, a kid gets picked and then doesn't get adopted. That's no fun at all. And, in fact, this does happen. It's totally legit. Perhaps you pick a kid or two off the tree, and then you start looking at your budget. Maybe you have some unexpected expenses coming up, and you think, man, I just don't know that we can swing this. Uh, just either go put it back on the tree or bring it by here. That way we can get that kid adopted out because I totally get it. Things happen at times. And maybe you'll hear the stories, hear us talk about it, and, and you know your heart uh, gets really big and open. And then afterwards you think, oh, man, I, some of my other responsibilities I forgot about. I'm not going to be able to, to, to make those. Just get that back to us one way or another. That way we can find somebody else who can adopt that kid. The four locations, which are listed at ksgf.com, are 
uh, let me switch over here so I have them in front of me. Uh, Anchor, Anchor Tactical Supply, yes. A1 Custom Car Care. It's the West Sunset location. Crown Power and Equipment and Green County Freight and Food Sales. And if you don't know the addresses and you don't know the hours of operation, just visit uh, Santa's Angels at KSGF.com for that information. Uh, anything else I'm missing on that? No, nope, just okay. make sure to go out there and get one of those kids and pick them off the tree. There we go. Democrats are reorganizing the presidential primary calendar. Iowa, always Iowa, 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 the Iowa caucus. For the Democrats, Iowa is no longer going to be first. Very interesting. They are doing some shuffling around. Uh, I want to share that here. Plus, Kamala Harris leads in Democrat primary poll when Biden's not in there. No wonder it is not an easy decision for Democrats to make whether or not to support Biden for another four years. Many of us, we look at that scenario and we just, for the sake of our country, you think you know, there's got to be somebody else, right? Because he, if, if uh, the guy or gal who runs under your party's banner doesn't win, you'd like to at least think that, okay, the person who did win, the person I did not support, is just competent, uh, you know, just at, they at least know what day it is. Um, and so it's very worrisome as an American, one, when you recognize the rest of the world is watching Joe Biden, which in, in that context, I saw, let's see, North Korea launched like 130 artillery rounds violating the inter-Korean agreement. So there's a new line that's been crossed there. And it's obvious that the, the the total vacuum of of leadership that the United States has in the world any longer certainly has has had an impact on the way that these people behave. The Department of uh, 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 or the Department of Defense and their findings noted that China was capitalizing off of Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan and and in utilizing that in order to further diminish our influence in the world by essentially going to other countries and going, <laughs> do you see that? And and that has caused tremendous damage to world stability. And and so you look at it and you're like, oh my God. All right, what if the Republican doesn't win? And and we end up with the, is it going to be Biden again? But Kamala Harris is the second pick for Democrats? Guys, I mean, in the end, aren't we all in this together? Can you not find anyone that that is not a joke anyone that you can list three reasons this person would make a good president give me three things that they have done jason rima with the latest news update two men are charged with stealing a mobile adoption trailer from care animal rescue in springfield authorities say they found that trailer in the 900 block of south ranch road in webster county it had been taken apart to be sold for scrap Daniel Butts and Robert Hopkins are charged with felony stealing and property damage. CARE says the cost to replace that trailer is $45,000. The woman charged with kidnapping a pregnant woman from Arkansas has pleaded not guilty in federal court. Amber Waterman is charged with abducting Ashley Bush and shooting her to death. Federal prosecutors say Waterman planned to claim the woman's child as her own. Her husband is also charged as an accessory. Bush and her baby were found in different locations in McDonald County. 
Springfield police say two people have been found dead at a home in the 700 block of West Whiteside. The police found those two family members inside the home after going there to check on them. Police have not released the cause of death, but say there's no threat to the community. A crash Saturday near Glenstone on I-44 in Springfield leaves a woman from Marshfield dead. Police say 57-year-old Rita Deckard was turning onto eastbound I-44 when she was hit by a car. And rain chances will increase through the middle of this week. The National Weather Service says widespread showers are likely Wednesday into Thursday. I'm Jason Rima. You're listening to Springfield's Talk 1041. Oh, sorry. I was just getting handed a brand new weather. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work dense. Fog advisory until noon for Barry Lawrence, Jasper McDonald, and Newton counties. So primarily to the west of the primary listening area. Otherwise cloudy today, high of 54. Slight chance of rain tonight, 47. A slight chance of rain tomorrow, 58. 50% chance for rain Wednesday, 56. Rain Thursday, 61, and so forth and so forth and so forth. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Garage experts, all of your garage needs, even beyond what you ever even thought was a garage need. Why make that? You pay a lot for that square footage. It's part of your house. It takes a, some For some people, it's the biggest room in the house, yet it is the one that we pay least amount of attention to. It doesn't have to be that way with garage experts. Find them under Nick's endorsements. Complete transformation, not just the look and the the feel, uh, your pride point of your home, but also usage of it as well. Custom design storage, not just based on the space you have, but what do you use your garage for? Do you do a lot of gardening? Do you do a lot of woodworking? Are you a hobbyist? And maybe you do uh, uh, like remote controlled items and you work on those or whatever it might be. They can customize the storage uh, for that usage for you. That's hence the term customizing. And of course, hundreds upon hundreds of different color schemes for the uh, the epoxy flooring and, and the process they do is is bar none. And you can learn more about what they can do for you. You can get a discount also. Take care of you. Just tell them you heard me talking about garage experts under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. They're great people. The Democrats have reorganized the presidential primary calendar. They did this Friday. And they have removed Iowa as the first in the nation caucus and have given it to South Carolina by moving the state's voting to February 3rd. The Democratic National Committee's rulemaking arm on Friday removed Iowa as the first state on that calendar, a position that the state has had for 50 years. Bumping South Carolina up to number one. The unusual move from the Democrats was backed by Biden... It was backed by uh, Biden and came after the party faced numerous technical issues in 2020. In a letter last week, Biden wrote that he wants to do away with the caucuses because they are restrictive to hourly workers and require voters to choose in public. He also wants the party to focus on states with a higher black population. Ultimately, the committee approved moving the South Carolina primary to February 3rd, having the Nevada and New Hampshire primaries three days later. The committee also made Georgia the following week and Michigan two weeks after that. 
The AP explaining the move marks a dramatic shift from the current calendar, which had Iowa holding the first in the nation caucuses since 1972, followed by New Hampshire, uh, first in the nation primary since 1920. Nevada and South Carolina have gone next since the 2008 presidential election when Democrats lasted a major overhaul of their primary calendar. This revamped schedule could largely be moot for 2024 Biden ops to seek a second term, but may retake Democratic presidential cycles after that, or remake them rather. The president has said for months that he intends to run again. The White House aide uh, aides have begun making staffing decisions or discussions for his likely re-election campaign, even though no final decision has been made. Now, this is interesting because South Carolina, now, I don't know if this is any reasoning behind it or not, but South Carolina is a state that, that essentially gave Joe Biden the nomination. And that's because of Senator Clyburn coming out and and uh, I, I don't remember if this was before or after Biden declared that as a black person, you, you didn't count. You weren't actually black unless you supported him. And uh, Clyburn also coming out and, and uh, saying, hey, yeah, I guess I think that was the general election where he told black people their place. Clyburn, however, was the one that is largely seen with, with being responsible for giving the nomination to Joe Biden because he came out and told black people this is how you have to vote, and then they did it. And you wonder if this isn't a move made in order to prevent anyone from challenging Biden because Clyburn has already come out and said that he supports Biden again, and this would... Perhaps because, uh, you know, Democrat activist. Here's the thing about a caucus, particularly for Democrats. Oftentimes it's much more progressive and you already have progressives in the Democrat Party that are talking about challenging Biden, even if he does run. You have a number that feel as if he has been disappointing. Believe it or not, they think that he hasn't done enough to make government bigger and more intrusive. He hasn't done enough damage to the economy with socialist programs, and and so they they want more. And their hope would be somewhere like Iowa. Uh, Get those those left-wing activists out there in the caucus. Um, See, the thing about a caucus, and I know this is, for a lot of people, unfamiliar territory. It's much different than the way that a primary works. In that you have activists on a particular day, I believe it's a Saturday in Iowa, and these different locations and everybody shows up and you're essentially voting. Now they have different ways of carrying it out, but uh, but you arrive, you get to sort of lobby, you, you, uh, you get out there and you, you try to get people on your side and, and then the caucuses choose. So it's just a different way of voting. It's different than showing up, getting a ballot, marking it, putting it in the deal, and then waiting for the counting to take place at the end of the day. Uh, so it, it generally has people that are much more active. And if you're Joe Biden and you are worried about challenges, 
If you're the DNC and you're worried about having this fractured primary take place that could make things more difficult in the general election, and Iowa's the first state, and you're concerned that the progressives who maybe aren't enthusiastic about Biden might end up upsetting him in Iowa, and then that's the start of, you know, like, uh-oh, uh, this doesn't look good. Here here you have the, the, the incumbent president running for re-election, and he couldn't even win in Iowa. So instead... You move it to South Carolina, the state that handed him the the momentum to get the nomination before, Clyburn, which uh, has no problem telling black people, here's how you have to vote, and apparently it works. And that way, the very first out of the gate, Biden wins it, and it sets the stage for the fact that, oh, he still got it, see? This is the first test of Biden with Democrats in in the, the nomination process, and he has proven that he is the candidate for the Democrat Party. Now, is that the reason for the move? Don't know the answer to that. It'll be interesting to hear uh, whether or not progressives are outwardly upset by this and what the analysis is going to be, the discussion about the impact this is going to have. But fact of the matter is, you don't make a change like this without a reason. That's ultimately what. If, if they're going to dismiss this as, oh, we're just kind of moving things around, you don't do this without a reason. There's clearly motivation Biden's people wanted this to occur, and the DNC wanted this to occur. And so the question ultimately is, why? And one possible reason would be the one that I just presented. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. Your voice is needed. The American people have to pull their heads out of their keisters. Now more than ever. And start thinking like responsible Americans. Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Take it away, Sarah Meyer. Beatles property. By the way, nice sweater for our happy hour. At oh, Retro you know, I feel like I totally won the ugly sweater. I had contest. three people, honest to goodness, say, "Well, your sweater's not that ugly," and I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> you should have had beers in it." Are you kidding it. me? Because yours had that little pouch yeah, that I you know. could hold your alcohol in. Well, I did. I thought about so my sweater it had on the front. It was this gold package and it was a pouch and you could put things in it mm-hmm. and i did think about getting a bucket of fireball shooters and putting it in, but i didn't Missed because opportunity well we if 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 we weren't at our happy hour at retro metro where they you know, sell alcohol it, it would be um a, in poor form to hand out free alcohol at a place that sells it that's true particularly given that they were shut down for an event that night and they, you know, allowed us to have our happy hour as a private event there. It seemed like it would just be poor form. Yeah, that's right. Now, mine said, this is my ugliest Christmas sweater. And it had uh, Nancy Pelosi, Joe mm-hmm. Biden, and uh, Kamala Harris on it. So, automatically, I won, of course. Yeah. I was just surprised. They genuinely were like, well, that's not that ugly. Well, I mean, I'm like, it is ugly. Cute. I thought it was hideous. I don't know. I kind of liked it. I do. I like the sweater I've seen. And it's got that Joe Biden image where he's got that confused look on his mm-hmm. face. And it says Merry Easter on it. <laughs> I like that That's one. awesome. You know, that popped up in my uh, things that you may want to purchase. Oh, the whenever, Merry Easter? Yes, whenever yeah. I purchase mine. But I don't know. He's I just, got that look like, oh. What's going on? Well, he always has that look. Yeah, that's true. So Unless there's not- ice cream. That's right. Or uh, an 8- to 12-year-old girl. Mm, that too. 
All right. Uh, Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S. And, well, what do they do? Well, they do a variety of home repairs and maintenance. Now, this time of year, you have tons of people coming in and out of your home. Or maybe you're going to other people's homes, especially, for, you know, we had Thanksgiving. Uh, we've got Christmas coming up. we got the New Year. So maybe you are going to someone else's house and you notice some things that you would like done around your house. You think, oh, I really like their, their lighting or I like the way that their bathroom looks. Uh, maybe I like the color of their living room. Those are all things that Beatles Property Maintenance can come and help you out with if that's something that you want to do at your home home or maybe you are going to be hosting some of these Christmas parties or New Year's Eve parties and maybe you want to update your guest room or your guest bathroom. Beatles Property Maintenance, they can help you out with that as well. Now you can give them a call today, schedule and uh, they can come out, take a look at what's going on and help you make your home a little bit nicer for the holidays. You can find all of their contact information at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Coming up, Vice President Kamala Harris leads in a hypothetical 2024 Democratic primary matchup when Biden's not part of it. Where everybody, how, how does that make you feel if you're another Democrat? Kamala Harris is beating you. This is a woman that, I, I, she didn't even make it to the Iowa caucus, if I remember right. She was like the first to drop out because... No one liked her. She had nothing to offer. She was a cackling fool. It does just go to show that if you have no nothing to offer, you've got nothing to show, nothing on your resume in terms of success or reasons anyone should vote for you, run as a Democrat, and it's a total crapshoot. I, I, you can have nothing. And, and I don't, I'm not talking in my own mindset. I'm talking in the minds of Democrats. You know, when she decided to discontinue her run, she blamed racism and sexism uh, on the fact that she didn't gain more traction. You understand, Democrats, she was talking about you. See, Republicans don't have a say in that process. The reason that she said she had to drop out was because the Democrat process of the Democrat voters, they were too racist and misogynistic to allow a woman of color to have any opportunity to run for the presidency. And wh- how, what do they do? They're like, oh, let's celebrate her as vice president and then make her our top pick if Biden doesn't get in. Traffic update. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks, home improvement. We got a dense fog advisory for much of the western listening area. We are talking about Barry Lawrence, Jasper, McDonald, and Newton counties. That is until noon. Otherwise, a cloudy day, high of 54, slight chance of rain tonight, 47 for a low. Cloudy with a slight chance of rain tomorrow morning, high of 58, and then cloudy with a 50% chance for rain on Wednesday, a high of 56. Vice President. Kamala Harris leads in a hypothetical 2024 Democratic primary matchup. Absent Joe Biden, a Zogby analytics survey released this week found the survey's post-midterm poll show Biden leading his potential challengers by double digit, 41 percent. 
which incidentally, that's not really that good. You're talking about a majority of people within your own party don't want you to run. You understand that's what that number means, 41%. So that means 59% are not choosing you as their preferred candidate, and you are the incumbent. No other potential candidate came close. Harris came in second place with 11%, followed by Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg. When Biden is taken out of the equation, Harris takes a solid lead with 32%, 19% more than Sanders, 13%, uh, so he's at 13 In that scenario, Buttigieg comes in third with 10%, Gavin Newsom 9.5%, Elizabeth Warren 93 Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez 56 and Stacey Abrams, <laughs> 5.1. The survey was taken among 859 midterm election voters who are likely to vote in the Democrat primary race. Um, so that's the, the breakdown there. A real slate of winners. Have you ever been in a job and you recognize you're in over your head a bit. You think I'm not, I, uh, boy, I am, I am not equipped for this. But sometimes people surprise themselves. But then there are other times in which people will eventually, they'll, they'll step down or they, they recognize that I, I am not the person in this role. And you have to wonder does Kamala Harris really think that she's equipped for this? Even to be vice president. I, I recognize rationalization is a very powerful uh, emotion that people have. It's, it's, it can convince people in the face of all factual information that all facts are not facts and everything that's upside down is right side up. You wonder, you think about what an embarrassment she is. The jobs that she's been given, don't you feel like she's ghosted them a bit? Of course, the border was supposed to be one of her big jobs. What it, what, what does that look like? Let's do a year in review. All right. Let's see how you've done on securing the border. Did you just stop even showing up? She was given a few other jobs. I don't even, I think one had to do with space. One, I don't even remember what the others had to do with, but I do remember she complained at one time about having too many jobs to do. It was just too much. Is there any evaluation? Like, okay, these are the tasks I was given, and here is my success rate. Oh, it's nothing. I, 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 I know the it seems like the obvious answer is there's delusion here. People like this never have any self reflect. They, they, they just don't. They're so narcissistic. That anytime anything goes wrong, it's not their fault. There's nothing they could do about it. Uh, it's somebody getting in their way. Uh, usually for her, it's because she's not white and she's a woman. I mean, we've heard her use that excuse before. But there are also people 
that I think know that they're failures at a job, but still they want the advancement. They, 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 because it's, it's not about actually doing a good job. It's just about titles and recognition. And you wonder somebody like that, there's clearly no embarrassment. There's no dignity. You think the audacity of what a failure she has been as vice president, if she were to actually run, and but here's the problem, is when Democrat voters are asked, they once again demonstrate that if you are a Democrat, the more you fail, the more you will be rewarded. It's a common theme with, with Democrats. I mean, you look at two of the Democrat candidates that had the most financial support, Beto O'Rourke and Stacey Abrams. Two people have demonstrated O'Rourke on numerous occasions that they lose, and, and, and significantly at that oftentimes. Yet, instead of saying, okay, clearly you're not the person for this job, you're not the person to run this race to be the candidate, uh, they're like, you know what, let's get our checkbooks out and let's double, double the support. And so here, Kamala Harris, even if she does at some point uh, look around and go, man, I really haven't ever done anything that I can say, look, this is what I've done. I'm really proud of it. But when people are asked, who do you want to be your nominee for president of the United States? And Joe Biden's not in there. I lead by double digits. Democrats are moving to lower the legal voting age to 16. In some cases, even younger, the movement gaining momentum nationwide, scoring local victories while winning the support of lawmakers and activists on the political left. Because the more people that don't know what's going on that you can get registered to vote, the greater the chances of Democrats have of winning power. The campaign's latest win came in Boston, where the city council on Wednesday approved a petition allowing 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in municipal elections. The petition will now be sent to the Massachusetts legislature for approval, which isn't guaranteed. Several other towns and cities in Massachusetts have voted for similar proposals, uh, which then failed to pass the state house. Uh, progressive members of the city council argue that lowering the voting age will help young people build a habit of voting and make them more likely to continue becoming politically engaged later in life. Do you notice it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're educated and well-informed on the issues? (laughs) Well, it's just going to help them. That's what it's going to do. City Councilor Julia Mejia, who co-sponsored the petition, said young people are working, paying taxes. When it comes to making decisions to who's going to represent them, that has been denied them. You know what else has also been denied them? Some, the right to go into a rated R movie without a parent. The ability to buy cigarettes. The ability to go into a tanning booth. The ability to rent a car. The ability to go into a bar. The ability to buy alcohol. The ability to join the armed services. The ability to enter into a sexual relationship with an adult. I mean, if we're going to play this game, 
that a person who is 16 years old is mature enough, well-informed enough to have a say based on their age in the future direction of a city like Boston or in the country, then I certainly think that they should be able to buy cigarettes and alcohol and go to a rated R movie without mom and dad and rent a car. Of course, this has absolutely nothing to do with, uh, you know, they're young, responsible people who should just be part of this democratic process. It's about getting as many people signed up to vote as possible for ballot harvesting. And mark my words, the day will come in which Democrats will push for the ability of voting for every single age, or if you are a parent and you have kids that are ages four and five, you get to vote for them. Because after all, they should have a say. This is about their future. That day will come. And the day will also come, and there are there already... I mean, this isn't any big secret. Some on the left want to do this, where every person will automatically be registered to vote, whether you want to be or not. And this, again, is for the purpose of ballot harvesting. And what probably will happen is it will begin in certain areas of the country where Republicans don't want to be accused of enacting Jim Crow 2.0. And so they'll go along with it, further solidifying a one-party rule system in this country as has essentially been done in a number of states. Coming up in under the It's About Time category, Catholic Bishop blasting Hillary Clinton as being evil for claiming that people who want to save unborn babies from abortion are no different than terrorists who kill and rape women. Now, if that isn't evil, I don't know what is. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Regarding Democrats' effort to lower the voting age to 16, don't forget this is the same generation that ate Tide Pods. Yes, it is. And mind you, it's, all, it's the left who generally demands that companies like Tide put out PSAs or warnings on containers of products like Tide Pods, warning 15- and 16-year-olds not to eat them. Those are the same people that argue that they should be weighing in when it comes to whom it is that represents us in elections or in office. (laughs) Iranian protests against oppressive, misogynistic laws have led to over 14,000 arrests and a government decision to execute an unknown number of protesters. Afghanistan's ruling power... The Taliban murders, rapes, and abuses women on a daily basis. Russian soldiers reportedly weaponize rape in Ukraine. All of this, in Hillary Clinton's mind, is equivalent to Arkansas's pro-life legislation protecting the unborn. Most of us did a double take on that, but not PBS's Christian Amanpour, who, by the way, wept when Yasser Arafat, the terrorist, died. 
When failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton went on Amanpour and company to discuss the Women's Rights Summit the Clinton Presidential Center is hosting, Amanpour did not seem disturbed by Hillary equating the saving of unborn babies with raping and shooting women. Amanpour asked Clinton about the unfinished business of women's rights, and Hillary knew exactly which countries to bash. Quote, but we are also in a period of time where there's a lot of pushback and much of the progress that has been, I think, taken for granted by too many people is under attack, literally under attack in places like Iran, Afghanistan, Ukraine, where rape is a tactic of war or under attack by political and cultural forces in a country like our own when it comes to women's health, care and bodily autonomy. Because pro-lifers, of course, are so similar to the Taliban. How dark of a mind. Does one have to have to equate saving the most innocent lives amongst us with people who rape and torture? I mean, she is a sick woman. Some might even say evil, a Catholic bishop in Texas slamming Hillary Clinton on Twitter over the comments she made, tweeting on Friday, please, please do not listen to this evil woman. Bishop Joseph Strickland of the Diocese of Tyler, Texas, tweeted Friday, quote, her lies and immorality need to be silenced for the good of humanity. His post was accompanied by an article highlighting the comments she made, which, of course, are sick and just... I mean, these are the same people that will condemn folks who chop down a tree that has eggs of some special bird in it uh, as being barbaric individuals, as being anti-nature. Yet it's somehow noble to prematurely suck a human being out of his or her mother and tear it limb to limb. And those who say we probably should not do that are labeled as terrorists. A pro-life group received a note which appeared to be signed by the pro-abortion domestic terror group Jane's Revenge, threatening to shoot up the space where the activists were meeting. Well, I mean, all you're doing is threatening to take out terrorists, right? According to people like Hillary Clinton and Christiane Amanpour, I mean, pro-life people are no different than the Taliban. They're no different than the Nazis. They're no different than rapists and murderers. So uh, it's noble to try to kill these people. Members of the Students for Life Action said they saw the note taped to the front of the St. John Paul II Newman Center in Omaha, Nebraska, Saturday after they arrived to host its Nebraska's political leadership workshop. The purpose of the workshop was to strategize about how to use Students for Life campaign for abortion-free cities to shut down Dr. Leroy Carhart's infamous late-term abortion facility in the state and work towards the sanctuary city ordinance in Bellevue. The note read, if our rights to abortion in Bellevue is taken away due to the attempt to pass an abortion ban and it gets passed, we will shoot up your Newman Center with our new AR-14 rifle. Sincerely, Jane's Revenge. And I'm sure they probably will because they kept to their word 
with dozens and dozens of other pro-life medical facilities throughout this country. And still to date, the Biden administration has refused to press charges against anyone involved. Not a single one of these individuals that associates themselves with Jane's revenge that threatened ahead of time to start burning these facilities to the ground and began doing such. The Biden administration is too busy storming the homes of people who pray outside abortion clinics with armed agents, placing them under arrest and threatening them with prison time. That's where the priority is for these people. Meanwhile, you want to threaten to shoot and kill people who want to save lives? Have at it. You're just taking out terrorists, that's all, according to people like Hillary Clinton. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Should I try to sell my home around the holidays? I mean, was. We need, we need to do so. We gotta we gotta downsize or we gotta upsize. We're gonna be moving soon. We know that we're gonna have to move in June. Should we wait until after the first of the year? Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, just reach out to her, contact her. Any questions you may have. You may just be wondering, you know, just kind of would like to live out in the country. Or well, maybe we wanna Move to this other community over here. We don't really have to, but I don't know. I wonder what our house is worth. Reach out to her. She's going to do an awesome job for you. Scout's on her. Emily Johnson House Theory Realty. Speaking of the personality or the cult of, of death with the left, there's a retired Canadian Army corporal and former Paralympian by the name of Christine Gauthier. And she is restricted to a wheelchair after surviving an accident when she was serving her country, Canada. She testified last week she had been waiting for a wheelchair lift in her home for years. And years, years. The Veteran Army of Canada, the VAC, Evidently is the entity that, that is responsible for doing these sorts of things. And months go by, years go by, and so she expressed frustration. The caseworker, in response, told Gauthier, quote, Madam, if you're really so desperate, we can give you medical assistance in dying now, because that's legal in Canada. So here is a disabled woman who became disabled serving her country was told that she would get a wheelchair ramp in her home. After years going by, she expressed frustration, and she was offered the opportunity to just kill herself. Or to, sorry, allow them to kill her. Trudeau claimed from Vancouver, I've said repeatedly this is absolutely unacceptable, and as soon as we heard about this, we took action regarding... um, the uh, you know once it became public, but th- this is 
This is the attitude that so many have towards other people's lives, particularly if they aren't sort of fulfilling the, uh, I don't want to say master race, but if they're not quite up to par, you know, disabled after all, you're kind of a burden. Maybe instead of expecting a wheelchair ramp, you ought to just let us kill you. What a great country Canada is. We've got Glenn Beck coming up next. In the meantime, I will talk to you tomorrow. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed.